Welcome to C-Suite Radio. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me. Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said, throw down, boy. Welcome to tonight's main event. Brett Allen. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode. Uh, Brett Allen here chatting with actress Catherine Curtin. Uh, this is a fun conversation I'm looking forward to. Uh, most recently, you probably saw her on Stranger Things, but she's been a part of just a myriad of other projects. And as we've been communicating back and forth, uh, she's got a lot of jobs these days. Uh, so thank you for your time. Thank you for having me, and I'm grateful to um to be here and talking to you, and I'm I'm grateful to have gigs. So I'm always thankful when I, that I'm working. You know, every day on set is a good day. You know. Yeah, so. yeah. So I mean, obviously, you we said you know you've been a part of a lot of major projects. Um, you know, going back from Orange is the New Black to now where you're at with Stranger Things, and um. I'm very curious do, when you're working on these projects, like you're right now, you said you had, I think three or four things that you've picked up. Um, are they obviously are not all filming at the same time or are they, I mean, cause are you on and off? Well, I, mean, and then- I, I have gone from, you know, uh, I, my mouth is always <laughs> bigger, like that expression bigger than your stomach, you know, and I, I, I am not like, I just live the yes. I just live the yes. And I literally, I remember there was a time um, right before the pandemic where I was shooting something on five different projects in one week. Oh, wow. And I remember very clearly, I went to work at like 4 a.m. And then I was picked up from that set at 1 p.m. And to arrive on another set at 2 p.m. to work until 2 a.m. And then I, I, you know, have multiple times gotten off a plane, been picked up from from shooting from a one thing, been picked up and gone, driven directly to shoot something else, and uh, that that I've done quite a few times. So, you know, uh, this fortunately in the last uh, few weeks of shooting. Uh, I have not had a day where I was shooting two things at once, but I do do that. And um, I, I really, um, I feel like I'm just that kid, you know, that, that you, maybe this is really who I am. You know, this, this kid that you grew up with, that was like, I like to go play with that group of kids and they're sure. really fun. And I'm going to wander over. I got to go because I got to go with, play with this group of kids over here. And then there's this other group that's doing this thing that I got to go. I got to go over here. And I think that that is. I know some adults that way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe I'm uh, just an adult who's that way, but I I love just showing up on people's sets. I, I just, I love everybody's ball field. And, you know, I think it's awesome to play the lead or to play the supporting lead. Um, and I 
really love doing that quite a few times a year. I, I get lucky to do that. But I also really enjoy showing up on page 69 of somebody's feature to play out two or three of those scenes where that character is just this catalyst that makes some sharp thing happen in the script. And then that script is going to turn right there. And then it's going to go to this place that is going to drive to the end. And so I, I do that quite often. I find that I'm like, ah, I'm on page 69 again. I'm showing up on page 72 again. And I think that's because I'm a little bit vibrant and I'm kind of like, you know, you want the color fuchsia, you know, go get Kathy Curtin. I think that I'm like the color fuchsia and I show up, um, you know, a lot on people's stuff where, you know, here comes the Russian gangster. You know, I just did the Russian gangster in a film in April, May, and I'd never played a Russian gangster before. So that was, that was really fabulous and challenging and amazing. But, um, I just showed up to be this badass Russian gangster, you know, in a bunch of scenes. And um, I enjoy that. You know, I, I have to say that, you know, being a supporting player uh, uh, it, on different things is really fun because, sure. you know, I mean, on Wednesday, you could be working with so-and-so and then Thursday, you're working with such and such. And then Friday, you're working with so-and-so. And there's something about that that's very inspiring and uh, enjoyable. And I think that if I had to do it all over again, um, I would have gone to film school and I would have made my own stuff. And I think that's also part of why I love being on so many different sets, because I love seeing what people are doing with the camera and what people, where people are going uh, with their setups and, and how they're telling that story and how they're laying down those tracks to push that shot. And, you know, I'm really fascinated by um, the camera and how, how it, it, it's such a living, breathing organism sure. within the storytelling and and that I think is is so deeply amazing. Um, so you know, and I'm I mean I'm not good at lighting or not. I don't think I could ever be a DP, but I so enjoy just being a fly in the wall and being like, why did they put the camera there? You know, like that's fascinating to me. Yeah, I think it's fascinating to a lot of people because you know the world that you are part of is so different. Um, as a side question, when you are working on multiple things, do you get your lines mixed up between characters? <laughs> no, no, I don't really get my lines mixed up. Um, you know, and also I think one of the great things about shooting is that, uh, you know, it's a chip, right? So if you did get a line mixed up, you just don't worry about it. It's a chip. You can just keep going with yeah. the right line. It's a big deal. Um, but do sometimes fear that I don't get enough time to really um, feel inside what it is that I need to be feeling to play this person or that I don't come to it with enough knowledge and foreknowledge of this character's history or the 
decisions made about point of view or, um, you know, uh, I think, you know, somebody's motivation is always pretty clear, you know, and what they're, what the scene is, but it's really how that person comes to that event. It's really that personal history, that character's personal history that drives that bus. And sometimes I think, you know, I wish I had had a chance to really absorb inside more questions about a character's personal history. Um, but then sometimes it's awesome because you don't get bottled down. You don't get hung up. You don't, you know, I'm not trying for perfection. You know, when I was a kid, I think my, the worst thing I did to my art uh, was really try to uh, become perfect, you know, try to do it better than I ever do it. Try to, you know, do become something and, you know, award winning, you know, instead of just living and breathing in the dynamic of the scene and not worrying about all of that. And as I've gotten older, I've come to, you know, I don't know, I don't know how much notoriety or non-notoriety or how much money or how much non-money or I don't know where life is going to take me. You know, I'm really just a blue collar working actor, but what this career has taught me and where I am at this moment is that I can't really worry about that. You know, I can't, I, I'm, I'm much more engaged in uh, a sense of like what I'm trying to do in, in any given day at any given moment, what, where I am Hmm. and, and not worry about like the perfection of it. I think as an artist, it's very important to get the critic off your shoulder. It's very important to not try for perfection because people aren't perfect. Yeah. And so it does, you know, like, what are you, what are you, you're, you're playing an infallible thing. So go ahead and let yourself be infallible. And so sometimes when I do a lot of characters or when I'm playing a lot of people, you know, or when I've got a lot of jobs in a row, what it does is it just enables me to just relax into it and just be like, okay, here I am. You know, I'm sticking a cigarette butt up this guy's nose this today. <laughs> and then tomorrow I'm going to fly to LA and I'm going to be like your super neurotic, the most neurotic mom you've ever met. And, you know, so that it just lets me like jump. It lets me go. It lets me flow. Uh, Cause I'm not so, I don't, I'm not so tight with, with like, Oh, let me do this right. Or, or how do I do that? You know, it's like uh, you go to the gym a lot and that suddenly that five pound weight is okay. And suddenly the eight pound weight is okay. You know, and that I think is a lot of working, um, you know, as an artist, I think that's what dance really teaches you, you know, movement really teaches you. And I, I try to remind myself of that. Uh, yeah. I mean, you do great. I mean, I, I think when people watch you on screen or on television, you know, they they know, okay, this person, Catherine, is going to really 
like deliver like if you're looking at stranger things or just all the other projects that you've done um and i think i like the comment that you made about just being a blue collar actor like you're not afraid to work right that's what has given you longevity in this business you know is the fact that you don't rest on your laurels so to speak and go well I did this and now, you know, the people are going to come and knock in and they might, maybe, I don't know, it's different for everybody, but then you get to play all these diverse characters uh, and just, I think that's what's fascinating about being an actor or a storyteller, you know, so to speak, is that you just, you can deliver different types. So when directors or whomever is looking for a character actor or an actor or a blue collar actor, when they book you, they know that you're very easily going to be able to slide into like whatever it is that they're asking. You're not typecast necessarily, but they know, Hey, she's going to kill it and knock it out of the park. Is that a safe well, assumption? I don't know. They always know what it is that I'm going to do. Cause like, I don't know that I always know what it is that I'm going to do. Cause I, I think that I'm a, I'm kind of a wacky gal, but I do go to it with everything I got. I do try to like really go in there with everything that my heart can bring to the day. You know, I think that that's just my goal now um, is to not really concern myself with um the hierarchy or with status um but to concern myself with um can you bring mm. everything you've got to the day like that that has become my mantra and i think one of the good things about maybe not being super famous in this industry but being a working actor is that you're your whole zeitgeist, your whole uh, thrust is to be a part of the story, is to give the story more of what the story needs, uh, to, to be in service of the story. And that is very meaningful to me um, as a, a form of inspiration. Um, and I, I, I feel like that's beautiful place to live oh yeah i i don't i don't know that you know doing the thing where you're a star where you work you know once or twice a year i i, I really like working every week i like working like i'm a little bit addicted to work okay so i'm a lot addicted to work <laughs> <laughs> you're doing five projects in a row but i i think yeah i mean you could say addicted but i think really you just have a good ethic, you know, to like perform and to tell stories and to be a part of great projects. I'm very curious. I don't, I know, you, you know, you're a bit removed on this, but when you're doing Orange is the New Black and that's such a big and formative part, are you able to have that lifestyle where you can do multiple things or are you locked into that? And that's really just it. Cause that was like a massive role. Uh, and such a crazy story that Netflix created. I mean, good. Yeah. Lord. Yes. Yeah. They did a great job in that um, in the world. Um, you know, I have a tendency. My normal thing is to shoot TV during the week and to shoot indie film on the weekends. Like okay. I do that 
lot, a lot. And um, TV is really a joy to shoot uh, because, you know, there's so much money and Crafty is always awesome. I love wandering oh, it's over to phenomenal. Crafty. Television phenomenal. network Crafty is amazing. Network Crafty is like amazing. It's like, oh my gosh, okay. So Prime, um, prime Rib at four in the morning. Bring it right. on. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like deeply wonderful. But um, you know, and they also have so many great toys with the cameras, you know, there's so much fabulous um you know, like on Stranger Things, they have a lot of money, obviously. And some of the, I've never seen cameras fly. Like the cameras literally fly. Yeah. And I, I've never seen that before. I've never seen those setups before. And so that's really exciting. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't even, what was the question that I think I've diverged? Well, basically, yeah. like right now, you can do multiple things. But when you're on a major network show like Stranger I, Things or here. Orange, are you able to sort of do other stuff on the weekends or do you really just need time to rest? Because those can potentially be long days, you know, 14, 15, oh, yeah, 16 hours easily. Oh, easily. Those are really long days. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I, um, I'm kind of like neurotic. So, so, uh, I like to work. Like, I don't think that like resting isn't really my bailiwick. You know, I, I, I really like, you know, I, I, I certainly like days off, but I, I, I also really love to work. So work for me makes more work work feeds the work Got it. And I, I'm that person. Like okay. if I didn't work, um, you know, if I wasn't doing five things at once, I don't know if I would be as calm and happy. And, you know, when I wander on set and, you know, if I've just come off something, when I wander on set, I wander onto a new set with that emboldened agency with that sense of like, Hey, I just made it through this 12 hour day. And it's like, nobody wanted to hit me over the head with a frying pan. So I think I did pretty good. So here <laughs> I that now, and, and I feel I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm very excited to be here, you know? So it just gives me a sense of, of green light, you know, green light that, I that I, I need that as an artist, you know, that's a pretty common thread, I think, with people in your industry. Most of the time that I've had the privilege of talking to is like they just work begets work. Um, yeah. And it's in really art, too. You know, yeah, work it's not even really work. I mean, it is, but there's also lots of downtime. Maybe they might yeah. need you for several hours. So you could be in a trailer or a car, wherever, and you're you have downtime there, right? You know, there's so a typical TV show for people that don't know can take multiple hours during a day or a night and there's lots of time to set up and lots of times to light and frame and yeah band ends come in and then it's like now yeah. let's get the actors in and let's rehearse yeah and it's just a lot of like <laughs> a lot happening <laughs> so uh, yeah for but, a 30 minute show <laughs> yeah but i think you know i don't like when I'm on set doing something, I'm, I'm really, even if I'm not on camera, I'm, I, I think like so many people, I'm really very much that is really living within me, what it is that I'm doing. So 
it, I'm really sort of thinking about it a lot. So, yeah. or, you know, or trying to feel it or question it or open myself up to the questions about it a lot. And so that I think, you know, using one's time well on set is something that I've, I've, I've come to kind of learn to do, um, you know, and stay in a place of, of openness, stay in a place of rested readiness, you know, is, is a good place to be when you're on set. I love it. Well, one last question. Um, again, just so many amazing projects, of course, Stranger Things most recently, which you did a fantastic job. That show was just fascinating uh, within itself, uh, just how popular it was and how much, I mean, I think it was garnering audiences bigger than like Friends and Breaking Bad. I mean, people were just really, um, and those were massive shows. Uh, but to really have a show that has that longevity and to be a part of it is great. You know, winding the clock back, what sort of interested you in becoming, we touched on it, but becoming an actor or a storyteller, like where was that uh, moment for you where you sort of knew this was something you wanted to do? I didn't, I think, I think it's sort of, uh, you know, there's that expression that, you know, you, you choose your destiny or your destiny chooses you. And um, my dad was dying of cancer when I was in high school and um, my oh. mom did not want me uh, at the hospital every day. So there was this professional sort of children's team theater company and um, I couldn't sing. I'm tone deaf like, and they mainly did musicals, but I, you know, I got into it and I went there and that was really like, I worked a 30, 40 hour week in high school doing the theater company where, because I couldn't sing, I was like doing the puppets on the sidelines. I love it. That's you great. Know? Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, and finally, uh, the my senior year in high school with that, and when I was in that company, or my junior year, I finally got a lead in one of the musicals, um, and uh, it was so fun. And I, I, it just, I, you know, I don't know if it was because of my dad and losing my dad, but this was my new family. This was family to me. This had become family, and it had become a place where I understood, like you may have in church that this was a spiritual place that that there's a spiritual aspect yeah. to the art form and that that really um spoke to me and 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 it it made me feel that um this was where i needed to be and and made me feel that this this was my home that this was my raison d'etre and I think existentially, you know, losing my dad at that time uh, really made me feel like, what's it all about Alfie? And so that the idea of, um, you know, doing a job that I didn't love or doing something that wasn't going to constantly challenge me and constantly, you know, I write in my journal about acting all the time. I'm like, I'm like, I write about, you know, character history and what gives you agency and point of view and how do you know tone and how do you know the style of, you know, I, I'm, I'm still fascinated, tortured, I'm tortured by, 
the questions that that this industry constantly, you know, like I'm always a Monday morning quarterback. This thing I did yesterday, I'm like, why didn't I give that character a sense of humor? It's 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 incumbent upon, you know, playing these different people and characters that you really try to think through, wow. like all of that stuff. And so that I I guess. I'm so I, I'm still so fascinated by it that I I I I think that the the turn on the inspiration was that this would be something I could never solve. This wow. would be this would be a place that I could never say, you know, yes, um, yeah, I got it. You know, I handed in that legal brief and and we won that case. Like you can you never there's no way that you can play a character and say you knew everything about that character. There's just no way. So that, you know, it's a very humbling profession to be in and I am very humbled by it. And I feel like that is, that's a real turn on. Like I, I hate being bored, like being bored to me is worse than anything I can imagine. And so I need to feel that I I'm constantly need to be challenged. And that's what this industry does. It inspires and it challenges and it, it creates a spiritual awareness and connection to others. I love the players. I love the plays. I love, I, I don't do theater anymore, but I love going to the theater and you sit in the dark with an, a, a group of people, you know, a hundred people, hundreds of people. And at one moment, everybody will be like, <gasps> or they'll all laugh or they'll all like spontaneously applaud in the middle of something or, 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 or there'll be this, you can hear a pin drop because of the silence. And I find that that collective community response to be so profoundly important to everything that is within me, that, that, that this is, this is my, my, this is my church. And so I think that is why I constantly do it. And that's where my, the hook came. That's how I got hooked, you know? Wow. Very wonderfully said. I love it. Um, this has been so much fun. I've, I've been a fan for a long time. And when the opportunity came, um, I was very thankful. Uh, be sure to watch Stranger Things, folks. If you haven't yet, it's available to watch all of it and all uh, the amazing other projects uh, that Catherine's been a part of. Thank you so much for your time and for hanging out today. Thank you so much for having me and good luck to everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care. <laughs>